0: And welcome back to healing for the soul hypnotherapy I do and so does Sammy so today we have Sammy Salmon Nassar as our guest on healing for the soul um, can you tell us more about you Sammy
1: yes um, hi Robin um, I am a um, hypnotherapist instructor at the hypnosis motivational Institute um, I basically have my own private practice right now. Before that, I was a meditation coach. And before that, um, I just taught yoga and mindfulness.
0: That is awesome. So you've kind of done like a whole mix of different things before you went to HMI then?
1: Yes, and it's all been related. So before that, I had a very heavy focus on inner child meditations which I feel like now ties into hypnosis because we can hypnotize and then do inner child, and it just goes in that much deeper.
0: That is awesome. I did not know that because I've kind of felt like a lot of it's all connected. And that's one of the things that I've noticed on the way as I've gone too is that it's all really connected, like all of it is. And it's just, it's interesting. So, I'm wondering, so today we're talking about the fear of success. Is fear normal to have?
1: So fear, like any other emotion, is contextual. So in one context, fear is supposed to come up. If it doesn't come up, that means something's not firing right. Um, But in other situations, if fear comes up, you can kind of see that it's not appropriate for that situation. So if I hear something in the middle of the night when I'm sleeping and I'm home alone and I don't have any pets and I hear... Uh, the sound of a window breaking. I'm supposed to have fear, so it can prime me to run, to fight, e- even to like hide or freeze or whatever may be appropriate. Um, but if I feel fear every night, even when there's no uh, window breaking, right? Then I know mm-hmm. that fear in that situation is not normal. So it's really as simple as looking at the situation and and if your logic says you should be scared right now because it's a situation where anyone would be scared. Then it's normal.
0: That is interesting. So then how does that play into success? Because I know like there's some people who have that fear of success. I know like I've had it myself that I've been dealing with off and on. And I'm like, how does that, does that tie into like the normal part of fear? Like what you just discussed? Or is it more like, where does that
1: fall? I would say, so this is where we would probably distinguish between the word normal and the word common. So just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. So fear of success is very common. However, it is not normal because it's not appropriate for that situation. So fear of failure, yes, we could see how that's kind of normal. We, we don't want to fail. We want to do good. We don't want to let ourselves down. We don't want to let the people we love down. But fear of success very rarely is going to have a logical reason behind it there's very few things that I can really think of, for instance, in this case, it would be normal. Fear of success would be normal. If I'm someone that stri- uh, strives to be a minimalist and strives to be a monk, and for me, money really, truly does mean the root of all evil, and it means the more I have, the more disconnected I get from my soul. Blah blah blah. For me, fear of success would be normal because I could let logically look at it and be like, what society deems success is not normal for me because it's not good for me because I equate that with, um, you know, problems. I equate that with Addiction, I equate that with all these other things in that case, it would be normal. But for most of us, the rest of us, fear of success is not a normal thing. It is, however, very common.
0: Interesting. I did not know that. So then how does that work with that fear of success versus like the fear of failure, are they similar or are they really like they play off of each other? The two different fears.
1: So they're, they're completely different fears. But uh, the reason why oftentimes they get confused is because they manifest in your life the same way. So procrastination would be a symptom of fear of failure but it's also a very common symptom of fear of success so when we go deeper that's why we really want to get answers from the subconscious not from the logical mind because the logical mind can't even imagine why subconscious will do some of the crazy stuff that it does and the crazy patterns that it puts together so For instance, you, Robin, I'll I'll take you in a hypothetical situation as an example. For example, if you have a fear of failure and you're about to work on a project, fear of failure would make you procrastinate. You wouldn't want to do it. And that's because the brain's trying to protect you from the pain of you know, letting yourself down, from the pain of at least as long as you're not doing the project, it's still under your control. But if you do the project and you mess up, then you have to internalize all these beliefs about yourself, like I'm not good enough, right? Fear mm-hmm. of success would also make you procrastinate, but for different reasons, for instance, Fear of success would tell you, or your subconscious would tell you, that if you do well on this presentation, then you're going to get so busy, you're not going to have time for your kids, for example. Or your subconscious knows, oh, if Robin does well here, she's going to take on many more projects and then she's going to get disconnected from her family. So you see how outwardly they look like the same fear, but they are not, right? Essentially, one is losing connection with your loved ones and being too busy to spend time with them. And the other one is, I'm not gonna do well enough, which means I'm not gonna like myself. That
0: is an excellent way that you put it. I'm that's why I'm like smiling and kind of laughing about it, because I'm like thinking about myself, like what you had just said. Because I'm like, yeah, that totally fits me. Like the fear of the success one, just because it's like my family, I've got a, I've got all my kids, and I'm just like I don't want to take any more time away from them than I already am. But at the same time, not being successful, this is where I'm also thinking. And I'm sure other people are thinking, you know, as well is that when you're not successful, then that means that you can't delegate the jobs that I don't want to do. Like, I don't like doing the paperwork. I don't like having to clean my office. I don't like having to do some of those things. But then once that money would come in, then I can pay somebody else to do those tasks that I'm like, this is taking up my time because essentially those
1: tasks are taking time away from my family. Mm -hmm. And Robin, what's so interesting Mm -hmm. here is I'm so glad that you pointed it out is that trauma really can affect our, our fear of success a lot more Then let's say if we have no trauma so in the case of a woman that has kids and a fear of success might come up she'd be able to very quickly work her way through it and be like that's ridiculous that's never happened my parents were successful and they spent time with me that's totally fine so her fear of success she'd be able to soothe and ease it away but for someone that's have had had trauma and abandonment and abuse as a child one of their biggest subconscious fears is to do the same thing to their children so when fear of success comes up and mm-hmm. that woman, for instance, for instance, if you think, oh, my gosh, um, I'm going to be disconnected from my kids, it's going to be a lot stronger for you if you've been abused as a child or abandoned, because your brain will be like, you're becoming the very thing that you don't like. You're becoming the very thing that you you wanted as a child. What kind of double standard is this? So it'll keep you from having success even more so than someone that, ha- that has had no trauma.
0: Oh, I got to stop you there. You know, the crazy thing is, is that I've been working, I've been doing the corrective therapy, like Dr. Kappas has taught all of us from HMI. And I was, I went and I put, I hate my mother on paper because I'm like, I just put it down because I was upset with her. And then I did the corrective therapy and I'm like, all it come down to was, is that I wanted my mom to spend time with me. And that's all I wanted as a kid. So I'm like, okay, this makes sense. And then what you just said makes 100% sense to me. Like, that's like my been my biggest fears because I didn't get that time as a kid that I wanted. And it's like, that's why I want to have this business and like help other people and do this so that they do have that time freedom. Mm-hmm. you know. And it's just, it's amazing how, how like, Plays off of each other. So I'm glad that you pointed out too of how there's that difference of the fear of success versus the fear of failure. Because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are, like I said, like me, they're questioning, like, well, is it really success that I'm scared of or is it failure? But then the fact that they do play off of each other makes a big difference. So when a person does hypnotherapy, we'll just focus on the hypnotherapy part alone. What's like the best way that you have found that really helps somebody like even before they come to see you or if they're thinking and they're not sure, is it success that they need to work on or is it failure? Like what route do you normally take?
1: So th- that's where a lot of uh, questions that are, you know, being asked, yes or no questions, idiomotor responses, for example, um, you know, let your finger naturally lift up if what I'm saying is correct. Did, did this person not spend enough time with you? Did, did your mom not spend enough time with you? Was your mom successful? How did you feel towards her success? Well, you know, I'll get answers such as Well, my parents, when they became really busy, they started associating with these like really, really rich people. And then I would have to go there and their kids would ignore me. And it was very painful. But what does that have to do with my fear of success now? Right. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of like, well, that's exactly it, because your brain internalizes pain with success, pain with money. It means having to associate with people that are superficial and shallow and losing your connections, being able to not play with your neighbors. So asking those questions really helps to clarify because I cannot predict just by looking at someone um, what, what reason they might have for their fear of success. It might be that it was, you know, like shady people, for example, that their parents were associating with, and they and they they felt really unsafe as children around successful people or the neighborhood that they moved to. Uh, they loved when they were not, their parents were not successful, and they were like, you know, in a neighborhood where everybody was just kind of nice. But then they moved to like a very suburban, very exclusive type like neighborhood where, you know, other kids didn't want to play with them. They didn't want to build a fort with them, things like that. So this might have associated then, but it's not up to me to guess it. So. Hypnosis. The reason it's so great is we can put them in a light trance state and then ask them questions as, "What comes up when I say this word? What image just came to your mind right now when I said that?" And because they're in a relaxed, suggestible state, they're not blocking the painful memories because they're more concerned about fulfilling the suggestion that I'm giving them. So for that reason, um, hi. Um, for that e- reason, it's a lot easier to get answers in hypnosis because. If I were to not put them in hypnosis and say, what is your fear with success? Most people are going to be like nothing, nothing. I do not fear success. Success to me means money, means better relationships, means a bigger house. That means a a very big pool. Why would I not want success? So we're just going to be butting heads if I just talk to their conscious mind. So I'd rather go into take them into hypnosis and talk to their subconscious mind and get real answers. That makes a perfect sense. Because I know,
0: like, I do a lot of the paperwork, like what we're taught is, you know, you ask a bunch of questions. And, you know, like, sometimes I wonder if people question all of the paperwork, like, do we need all of this paperwork? And to me, it's like, all of it tells me a story. And so it sounds like that's how you do it, too, is that it's more of this tells me a story of the best way to help you in what approach. Mm -hmm. Because it all makes sense. And I think, a lot of people are just now starting to understand that our subconscious mind is everything and same with words. It runs the show. Cause I don't know if you've ever heard that one um, sticks and stones may break my bones. Words will never hurt me. I've, that sticks with everybody who's ever heard that even one time. But it's like, it's very, very, very true. Like to this day that I'm just like, everything that's ever said does affect us even like when we say it ourselves because I've been studying the think and grow rich a lot they just like going like line by line just like really soaking it in and I noticed like even in that think and grow rich book he's talking about for success and about how we have to believe it And then when we believe that we can be successful and we're putting ourselves in that auto suggestion, as he calls it, which is really hypnosis, I'm like, that does make sense. Because when you believe it, then you're going to have that feeling. So then how does that work with that success or like that fear of failure? Does it work the same way where you can just start suggesting that you have that money and then it
1: magically appears or like, how does that part work? So we want definitely suggestions that break apart their existing belief and plant. New belief systems, right? I'll give a very small example that doesn't have much to do with fear of success or failure, but how images and our thinking actually affects our energy level, right? So let's say that you're going, you're invited to a party, but what you internalize about that party is, ugh, when I go there, everybody's so arrogant and nobody really like talks to me particularly. Like they have their little clicks that they go into. The food's not that great. Even as you're getting ready, your arms just like feel heavy and you don't really even feel like putting the clothes on. And then you go to do makeup and you're like, "Ugh, I poked my eye while putting on like mascara. Like, I don't even want to get ready. And you have like no energy. But imagine if you're going to a party where you're like, oh, my God, I love the people that are going to be there. The last time I was with them, I had so much fun. It doesn't matter What you ate that day, it doesn't even matter how much sleep you had that day, right? I mean, it does matter. But in terms of like that energy, you're going to feel that energy. You're going to want to get ready fast. You're going to want to get there early, right? So that's how much our mental pictures and our inner dialogue affects our energy. No one can deny that when we don't want to do something, we're literally just dragging our feet versus we're hopping and skipping and jumping where it's like people we want to see or places we want to go, right? So that is exactly what happens with money as well. And fear of success and fear of failure is that fear of success is creating an image or it's creating a subconscious belief system that's literally causing us to drag our feet. And it feels like working against a current. So your question was, um, how do we work with that? Right? Like, how do we Mm -hmm. work with the fear of success? Do we just give them suggestions? The suggestions have to be somewhat somewhat believable, because if they're extremely unbelievable, they will get rejected by the subconscious, because it's like, nah, you're pulling my leg. I'm not an idiot, right? So we have to remember to us, the subconscious might be a pain in our neck sometimes, but to the subconscious, it thinks it's very intelligent and very efficient. So it, you know, we don't want to give it something that it's just going to kick back at us. So for someone that's never had any money at all, right? If we just say, go ahead and picture like a million dollar check and you're getting that check and you look into your bank account and it's huge, that person's subconscious is going to be like, yeah, right. You don't know clearly enough about my story to say that because if you knew me, you would know that stuff like that doesn't happen to me, right? And Mm -hmm. then eventually they'll lose interest in the therapy because they'll feel like it's not very connected to them, right? But if instead we give them something that and this is why the original questions that we ask are so important because we have to know their story so for instance if i tell you um you know um robin go ahead and picture like your childhood home A little bit bigger than what it was. And I want you to imagine your parents spending a little bit more time with you. I want you to imagine that with Christmas, like the tree was a little bit fuller and you know, this is how you grew up. And the woman today, if that is how you had grown up, she would be she would feel a little bit lighter, wouldn't she? She would have the belief system that money does come a little bit easier because she's always had it. What reason would she have to not believe it? Right? So a little bit gentle Mm -hmm. suggestion like that. And today, Rob. And when when you do really try, you do end up getting money, don't you? Like when you really do try, when you've really worked hard, money has flowed. It's not like it hasn't flowed. So if I say stuff like that, I qualify it with something that feels more realistic to you. You're going to be like, wait a minute, I do get money. It's a matter of working hard. So the next session Mm -hmm. that you come to me, I've already taken down that Fear of success a little bit lower. So then I can come in with there has been times, Robin, that even when you weren't trying as hard, you did get some money and you did like that a lot. And, you know, there were times you weren't even expecting any money and you got a bigger refund that you wanted, right? So then that feels now I want you to imagine in the future that happens, but there's like another zero in front of it. And this time it's because of, um, you know, some um, residual income that that's a lot more believable. But the mistake a lot of hypnotherapists and therapists and even like, um, you know, like books that are written about manifestation. The problem is they ask you to imagine something that's so impossible, the brain loses interest. It has to be just attainable. We can think of it like a video game. In a video game, if you're very close to your target, you don't wanna put the thing down because you're like, oh my God, I'm so close to beating this level. But if you see the level and it's like so far away and you've already been playing for like four hours, you're like, I'm not gonna get this. It's way too far away. It's gonna take me four days to beat it. I can take a break for like you know to go eat lunch. But if you're so close, you will skip food. You will skip, you know, talking to your girlfriend or your boyfriend because it's like you can you can taste it. You can almost feel it. We want manifestation to be incremental. We don't want it to be so drastically different than our current state. And that's how we have a higher chance of being able to implement those suggestions and make them a part of somebody's reality.
0: That makes sense because I know like yesterday I had um not yesterday, it was a couple days ago that I had did a live on Facebook about, you know, like if everything I wanted right now showed up, like my house that I'm like in my case, you know, like most people, they need a 12-bedroom house just because well they've got money and they can do that. But me, I'm like, no, I need a 12-bedroom house just to fit all of my kids in it, you know, is <laughs> was like my case. And you know, I'm, I'm not joking on that one. So you know, like for me, I'm thinking if that house would just show up right now, I'd be like, I, I can't do this yet. I think I would, that would be where the mind would be like, okay, this happened right now. But now what am I going to do? I, I don't have anybody to help move. I don't have anybody to help me pack. I don't have it. I don't have anything ready. But I see where that small incremental changes would help because before like the house would get there, like in this example is we would have to start with those small changes first of the consistency of the money and just adding those small things to really help the brain understand, okay, you know, like we're breaking from this pattern, we're starting a new one and then just going forward like what you've been saying. And so a lot of that, that I'm just like, It's one of those things, is there an easier way to ease that fear of success or, you know, to really help that fear of failure? Is there any like tips that you have for anybody that would maybe help before they come to you? Or would it be best that they're like, should I just go do hypnotherapy?
1: Well, there are ways that you can, but the problem is you're limited by your own mind. So the very subconscious that's trying to that has the fear of success is going to do everything possible when you're on your own to hide that from you first of all and also any efforts that you make to to break that it's going to create defenses around that that's why it's really great to be able to do that with someone that knows what they're doing right and know how to get around those defenses but The one, A couple of things that we can do on our own, if we're not hypnotherapists, we're not working with a trained professional is to just increase the frequency, just understand that the brain does not really trust something that it sees one time. So that 12 bedroom house, your brain is not trusting it because stuff like that doesn't happen often. If something like that started showing up in your life, like one day after another for like five months straight, you'd be like, it's starting to feel like it could be mine. Because I see it every day and stuff like this starts to happen, is starting to happen to me. So, one, people can just increase the frequency of the imagery that they're doing at home or the manifestation work that they're doing on their own. Um, The second thing is to increase the intensity and making sure that they're really including their emotions. It's not enough to create a mental picture, we also have to create how you will feel. So, for example, you, Robin, if you Mm -hmm. close your eyes, right? and i ask you go ahead and imagine that 12 bedroom house now i want you to imagine the details i want you to imagine what the kitchen is going to look like i want you to see yourself making food in that kitchen i want to see i want you to see your son making a sandwich in that kitchen. He's complaining now, Robin. He's complaining about the kind of mayo you bought. It's low fat and he doesn't like it. And then you see, you walk outside and you see your husband on the patio. He's having a drink at the bar outside, right by the pool. And you're just like, oh my God, that's so typically him. I asked him to come in a minute ago. And he's still out there. That sounds exactly like him, doesn't it, Robin? And as you look up, <laughs> you, see, you see all of these beautiful lights that you've had installed. And you're like, wow, that looks a lot better than it did a couple of weeks ago when the guys came and put in the lights. And I want you to imagine that day after day, this is your life. But go ahead and feel in your body how you feel in the mornings when you wake up and you open your eyes and you know that there's a huge bedroom. you're waking up in and i want you to imagine what it's like to know there's a vast vast ground outside a backyard a huge backyard you know that you're going to be taking a walk there are bare feet in a few minutes how does it feel when you wake up to a home like that how does it make you feel inside go ahead and say absolutely
0: amazing Mm -hmm. like i can do anything that i want to be able to do that i have that abundance that i have every single goal that I've ever had written down, like it's really there.
1: Mm -hmm. Like There's nothing Mm -hmm.
0: to be afraid of. There's nothing that can stop me.
1: Mm -hmm. You feel unstoppable. So go ahead and I want you to imagine what it would be like to just trust that, to fully trust that. Because you've had this home now for three years, Robin. So it's nothing new to you. Now you've been living in it for three years. So notice how you can now start to really trust that great feeling that you have inside, that feeling of being unstoppable, the feeling of I have it all, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like you're waiting for the ball to drop because it's been so long. You've been in this home for so long that now you're really starting to trust this feeling and no one can take this away from you. So go ahead and imagine what it's like when no one can take something away from you, when you feel that certainty, Robin. Go ahead and see that with this home now, this 12 bedroom home. Good. Okay. You can open your eyes. So that you see is a lot more realistic than just standing in front of the mirror and saying, I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. (laughs) Right? Like, (laughs) The brain is not going to trust concepts. It's going to trust images and pictures and feelings in the body, right? And stories course it's worked a lot on myself I've had to do a
0: lot of work and then also with my hypnotherapist as well I've had to do a lot of work on being able to get to that point where you just did a little bit of imagery even on me I've had to build up to that point because now I can see it no problem I and mean, mm-hmm. like, I already know what my house looks like I got a corn like I got everything like labeled out like I got my corner whirlpool tub I got my own bedroom. I'm like, you're gonna keep, you're gonna keep snoring with your CPAP. I'm having my own bedroom. <laughs> just saying, but no, I I totally get, I totally can see like, if you're just standing in front of the mirror, it's not gonna work near as much as when you bring all of the senses in there
1: and you keep bringing it up of different things that you do want. Mm -hmm. and also when someone's working on it on their own they're having to go back and forth between telling themselves what to imagine and then imagining it so that's kind of breaking the flow right so one of the things that people can do to kind of avoid that is to just record it record it for themselves first and then just sit back and then you're getting a lot more of the benefit that you would with a hypnotherapist because you're not going back okay what do I imagine now okay now imagining this now wait Am I supposed to feel it? Yeah, let me feel it first. You know, versus somebody just telling you, now feel this, now feel this. You're just doing the work. So you're just kind of following along. It's a lot easier, a lot more effective that way. Which that makes a lot more
0: sense to do it that way too. Because it's, you know, as far as having a hypnotherapist help you get those goals and those dreams that you have met, because it's so much more faster. At least that's what I've noticed. Because like, even on my own, I'm like, my mom and my husband thought I had my office for a little over a year now. And I'm like, uh-uh. I'm like, no, October 1st, 2021 will be a whole year that I haven't been in the home working, but I've been doing so many different things, you know, like in two books, in authority magazine, like all those different things that I've done, switching offices, had a baby, had COVID all during that time. And it's like, and the mind's like. Things aren't happening fast enough, and then I look back and I'm like, it wasn't even a full year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting here in August, and I'm like, uh huh. But yet, you're trying to tell me what now? So I kind of noticed that that maybe like resistance a little bit, you know, like to some of my own things. Of that's where a hypnotherapist would be able to benefit to get rid of, not to get rid of it, but to help pass that resistance, that resistance phase of, okay, things aren't happening fast enough. (laughs) Like, that's my biggest thing. And I'm like, is that part of like the success or part of like the fear of failure? Or is it neither one?
1: Uh, It's a fear of success. That one sounds to me like a fear of success. It's your brain trying to overwhelm you. So you don't have a chance to really get grounded in what you're doing, so that you would have more of a chance of saying, well, I guess if I'm not moving fast enough and there's no reward for it and I'm not seeing any benefits because your brain's saying, well, you're not there yet. There's no benefit to what I'm doing. So I can give up. So that's a fear of success. That makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, how does a person be able to book a session with you and get a hold of you? Because Lord knows that I need help. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> to really, no, to really keep going. Uh, you know exactly how to get a hold of me, <laughs> but for everybody else, it's uh, com, and from there they can find my information, they can uh, send me a message, they can book a session, they can pay for it right there. Everything's set up to where it's very automated to just go ahead and pay for your first session and then book it straight from my calendar, everything from my website.
0: Well, that is awesome. Thank you so much, Sammy, for being on here. I really appreciate your time and your energy because it takes time and energy, you know, for for all of us. But I really appreciate it because I really enjoy the conversation that we've had and I'm sure our, our audience does it as well. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Robin, for having me on your show. I'm very, very honored. Well, you have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.